It is Friday, August 7th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Last night was the opening night of the 360 Knoxville Nationals. The first two nights are split field qualifying nights, setting up the big show on Saturday. 48 cars officially took part in qualifying with Kerry Madsen going quick time. Remember, these nights are all about accumulating points to set you up for Saturday with points being available all throughout the night. In the night's feature, it was Calvin Landis on the pole with Austin McCrawl to his outside. At the start, Landis grabbed the early lead with McCarl quickly under fire from Dominic Selzy for second. Once things settled out though, McCarl was good in second and he began trying to run down Landis out front. After a lap 6 restart, McCarl was able to get the run he needed to take over and lead by lap 8. Behind him, the battle for second was on with Dominic Selzy and Aaron Reitzel quickly getting past Landis. With 7 laps to go though, there was trouble for Aaron Reitzel who lost power down the front stretch and was forced to the infield. He would ultimately be credited with a 23rd place finish. McCarl went unchallenged the rest of the way and he grabbed the win over Kerry Madsen, Dominic Selzy, Shane Golubic, and Tim Schaefer. Corey Eliason came through the B-Main to finish in 8th. After night 1, Kerry Madsen leads the point standings over Shane Golubic, Tim Schaefer, Austin McCarl, and Dominic Selzy. Several big-name drivers will have some work to do come Saturday, including, like I mentioned, uh, Aaron Reitzel. He's a little bit further down the list, and then guys even further down the list than him include Sam Haverteep and Brady Bacon, who both had incidents on the night. The 360 Nationals continue tonight with another qualifying night before concluding tomorrow night with a 15,000 or with 15,000 going to the feature winner. You can watch all weekend long on Dirt Vision with your Fast Pass. Also, last night was the opener for the USA Nationals weekend at Cedar Lake Speedway for the World of Outlaws Late Model Series. The night turned into a battle between two of the hottest late model drivers in America in Jimmy Owens and Brandon Overton. Both drivers went quick in their qualifying groups, and both drivers won their heat races. For the feature, Overton was on the pole with Owens starting third, but the two were quickly first and second at the green flag. A couple of mid-race cautions allowed the race for second to get good between Owens, Tyler Erb, and Billy Moyer, but eventually Owens would prevail. Out front, though, it was all big sexy. Brandon Overton led all 30 laps en route to the win over Jimmy Owens, Tyler Erb, Billy Moyer, and Mike Marler. Brandon Shepard's ninth place run was good enough for him to continue extending the points lead over Ricky Weiss, but Kay Dillard took another chunk out of Weiss, and now the gap from second to third is only 46 points. Tonight's program at the USA Nationals will feature two rounds of heat races and the dash to set up Saturday night's feature and B mains. The racing continues all weekend live on Dirt Vision. We'll be back on Monday to recap all of the action. The USAC National Midgets were supposed to be at Bridgeport Speedway last night to continue Eastern Midget Week, but wet grounds forced the cancellation of the night's event. Eastern Midget Week continues tonight at Path Valley Speedway and concludes Saturday at Lenko's Clyde, uh, Clyde Martin Memorial Speedway. A note about tomorrow's show, because of issues with track internet, the Path Valley show will not be available live on Flow Racing. The racing will be available afterward in their on-demand section. Also, I think I said yesterday that the USAC Silver Crown Series was at Sealands Grove on Sunday with the Midgets, but that is incorrect only the Silver Crown Series is at Sealands Grove on Sunday. No midgets. Just wanted to make sure I clarified that. USMTS Modifieds were back last night at 81 Speedway for a 40-lapper and $2,500 to the winner. Joe Duvall led early from the pole, but this race was wild out front and featured five lead changes through the 40 laps between Duvall, Zach Vanderbeek, Derek Ramirez, and Rodney Sanders. In the end, it was Sanders who got the win by only two and a half tenths over second, Derek Ramirez. Uh, Terry Phillips finished third, Jason Hughes fourth, and Zach Vanderbeek was fifth. Sanders continues to lead the series standings. USMTS Modifieds are back tonight at Humboldt Speedway, and they close out the weekend at Lucas Oil Speedway on Saturday. 
What about Lost Sprint Car Series and Knoxville Raceway released the entry list for next week's one and only weekend that is replacing the Knoxville Nationals for 2020. The list of entrants is 70 cars strong and includes the best drivers from across the country. Besides the regular contingent of World of Outlaws full-time drivers, the list includes Kerry Madsen, Rico Abreu, Kyle Larson, Aaron Reitzel, Brian Brown, Gio Selzy, and a whole lot more guys to mention. If you want to see the full list, you can find it at worldofoutlaws.com. Thursday and Friday will pay 10000 to win, while Saturday's Capitani Classic will pay 5000 to win and 3000 to start. Everyone knows it won't be the same as the Knoxville Nationals, but big money to win in Iowa in August means we'll still see some really good racing. We will do official race predictions next week, but there are several drivers to look at as contenders for the big money on Saturday, including Brad Sweet, Donnie Schatz, David Gravel won the Knoxville Nationals last year, Brian Brown's always strong in Knoxville, and Kyle Larson already has multiple Knoxville wins this season. We'll certainly talk about more um, of the show next week um, as as we get prepared for the three days starting next Thursday. Speaking of the World of Outlaws, they are back in action tonight for the first of two nights at the Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 in Peavely, Missouri. This is the traditional Ironman 55 weekend before the series heads to Knoxville. Sheldon Hoddenshield is the defending Ironman 55 winner. Brad Sweet enters the weekend with a slight 18-point advantage over Logan Schuhart in the standings with Donnie Schatz 26 points back in third. The Outlaws have already had two shows at Peavely in 2020 with Sweet and Kyle Larson winning those two races. David Gravel will be missing from the lineup tonight as he will be up at Michigan International Speedway making his NASCAR Truck Series debut. Parker Price Miller will be in the 41 tonight, but Gravel will be back for Saturday's race. Looking at some predictions, I've seen a few places online that Kyle Larson is expected to be in attendance, and if that is the case, he is the favorite, winning nearly 13% of simulated races a run. Next on the list of win percentages is Donnie Schatz at 4.4%, David Gravel and Brad Sweet at 3.9%, and Logan Schuhart at 3.4%. Another driver up on the list is Shane Stewart who is expected to be on the property with the Indy Race Part 71. He finished 6th and 4th at Peebley back in May and he has previously won the Ironman 55. Should be a great weekend of racing. Peebley is always a favorite on the schedule for both the drivers and the fans. You can watch both nights live on Dirt Vision with your Fast Pass and again we'll be back on Monday to talk about all of the weekend's racing. Besides the World of Outlaws, the Power Eye National Midgets are also part of the program this weekend at Peebley. Through 11 features, Jake Newman enters uh, Peebley as the points leader over Cannon McIntosh and Ace McCarthy. A stout field of midgets is expected, including the Power Eye regulars and drivers like Thomas Meserol, Clinton Boyles, Spencer Baston, and others. The Power Eye portion of the Ironman 55 weekend will also be live on Dirt Vision. The new Ford 410 Sprint Car engine has caused a lot of discussion in social media posts over the last year or so, and there hasn't been a ton of information available to the public about it yet. So far, only Tony Stewart's 14 and Donnie Schatz's 15 use the engine. But OneDirt.com published a piece this week with a lot of details from engine builder Andy Durham about the development and the parts involved in the build. The piece gets into some pretty serious detail and has a lot of photos of the engine. Durham wouldn't reveal absolutely everything, um, with some numbers being proprietary, but for those interested in hardcore details, there is a lot in that story to digest. You can find the article at wonder.com or find the link on the Tony Stewart Racing Twitter account. Before we close up for the week, let's take a quick look at the pay-per-view schedule for tonight. Uh, it is a very sizable schedule. I will certainly not run through everything on here. 
Speed Sport, as usual, has a number of shows. Looks like maybe 10 plus. Um, Dirt Track Digest has four shows themselves across some of the Northeast racing. Dirt Vision has a bunch of stuff tonight as well. They've got uh, USA Nationals from Cedar Lake. They've got weekly racing from Attica and Williams Grove. They've got the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars at Peebley. They've got the 360 Nationals at Knoxville. Uh, Fast Four's got a show. And then Flow Racing has a number of shows. They've got Marshalltown Speedway. Uh, that USAC National Midget Show will be on demand from Path Valley plus USAC 24-7. Um, and Taco Bravo sprints from Ocean Speedway. Racing Boys has some ASCS elite non-wing stuff. Uh, the USMTS Modifieds are on Racender and much, much more. So if you want to see that schedule for tonight, you can find that at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That will be updated through the weekend. Um, and again, it will be another very busy weekend of racing. So make sure you jump on there and check that out if you're looking for something to watch. That's it for the show this week. Hope everybody has a good Friday and a good weekend. You can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker and the website itself dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler and don't forget to sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter. I sent a new one of those out yesterday. Uh, Thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate all of the support. We'll be back on Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily. (laughs) 